All right, all right. And we are good. Welcome to episode 21 of the Geek Salad Podcast. On this episode, the Blurdy Sam and Dean are joined by Queen E and Red, Ho- Red Hood Ghost, aka the Blur with the Blog Team. We're talking the latest WandaVision episode, the season premiere of Snowfall, Russell Wilson simping or loving, plus much more. Stay tuned. That's right. So once again, yeah, welcome to uh, our, you know, our, our podcast and welcome to our guests as well. But let's just go ahead and get into it. So, of course, has everybody seen the newest episode of uh, One Division yet? Um, so I didn't get a chance to watch it. I did read the synopsis. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest. Okay. Like, I've seen every other episode. I just didn't have time yet between like yesterday and today. Okay. So how so. Are you good with spoilers in case you want to see it? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Like, I'm going to watch it. Okay. Okay. All right, Chris. What's your Red Hood? Did you, um, did you see it? Oh, I'll wait till the end always, then binge through. Oh, I'm man. good. I'm good with spoilers. I, I feel you, though. I like doing that, too, with okay. certain series, man. So, uh, G, why don't you start it off, bro? All right. So, uh, this is episode number eight, right? This was a... a uh, so. Yeah. And uh, it was, you know, around like 40... 40 minutes, 46 minutes, and we got a lot of a, a backstory about how, you know, Wanda came to be, you know, it kind of fills in the gaps of for when she was young, compared to now, we know more about Agnes, the witch, and what is her, her end game. And then we find out that, you know, Wanda has, it's, it's really uh, like a, a, a myth, a legend that has chaos magic. So, just want to get everybody's feelings you know how do you well for y'all who, who read the synopsis you know what do you think may may end up <laughs> happening notes. going forward so yeah yeah oh there's a lot there um so i've never really read any of the marvel comics so i don't know much of the origin story if it's changed or not mm-hmm. um i kind of like the fact that she was a witch before the stone thing happened right because I felt too many things were tied to the Infinity Stone, so it's nice to have like some breakaway now that all that's over. I'm there with you. I'm there with you. For for somebody like me that's uh that knows about her her origins from the comic books, I like this tie into where she always had this this power, and and like you were saying, it's not tied directly to what the the Mind Gem and the Soul Gem. So it was it was pretty dope. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Um, I just think just looking at it, it's again the power of storytelling, man. Because like last week we were talking about it on the podcast a little bit, how like I like the show, I really like it, it's entertaining, but I'm trying to figure out why because it's not really a lot of action in the show at all. Mm-hmm. So last night, really, when I was watching it, it really reinforced the whole point of why it's so entertaining. It's because of the story writing. The the writing of it is so on point to where even though there's no action. It's still very, you know, entertaining. It keeps you going, and they always end on the cliffhanger. So we had at the end of this episode another cliffhanger where you see Vision, the White Vision, um, makes his his premiere. So we don't know what's going on with that. You know, you know what I'm I'm thinking, and and it seems like what they're setting up the dude. What's the the general guy? What's his name? Oh, uh, uh the uh, the the guy from um, Sword, but 
just yeah, bad guy. Mr. Mr. <laughs> bad guy. Main bad guy. Mm. Y'all know what? Listen, no, let me okay. So let me touch on that before I get into, into what I think is gonna happen. I it's really looking like what he's doing is is the right thing, though. You know what I'm saying? Because okay, so she breaks in the facility for episode one and episode two, whenever we saw that she, the reason Vision is back is because she broke into this government facility and took Vision's body and like reanimated it or whatever. And this past episode, we see a little bit more. They expound on it a little bit more and we see what happened. So she went there to kind of pay her last respects and she wanted to have the body, but then you had her and the, and the guy, the, whatever the military, I'm not gonna look his name up, the military dude, whatever. They have <laughs> this- ba- Bad guy this, A, yeah, bad right, guy bad A. Guy a right? <laughs> they, they have this conversation and she's saying, listen, this is a loved one that I had that died and I just want to be able to bury my loved one and pay my last respects, which is real. You know, that's what you would want to do if you know you have a family member that passed, right. you want to collect the body, bury it, so you can have closure, right? But do makes a, a great point. He's like, no, that's not a loved one. This is a machine, number one. And number two, it's also, he's also the biggest weapon in the world right now. You know what I'm saying? Like the elements that he's made up of, the technology and everything that goes along with it, we can't just hand it back over to you. It would be the same thing as um, us handing over a nuclear weapon to you. But so we gotta we gotta dismantle him just like we would dismantle a nuclear weapon. And you know mm-hmm. what? That makes perfect sense. All right, caveat. He was a sentient weapon. He yeah. felt okay. he loved. He evolved. He evolved. So he I did. can understand the fact that they want to disassemble him and then make him into a, a new a new weapon. But mm-hmm. she did tell them, like, yo, I am his last of kin. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me bury my man. But, you know, them being the government, you know what I'm saying? They didn't <laughs> want to do all of that. So, you know, they they want their their weapon back. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be dope seeing how it's going to play off in the next episode where you got the uh, made-up vision versus the the man-made vision from, like, the comic books. Like, you know, the, the all-white version of vision and how... How that how, how everything comes together in the last episode and the fact that now we know more about Wanda. It's it was dope to see that how that everything that she went through when she was a child, you know, uh, seeing her her parents, uh, you know, well, question question and and um and for y'all too as well. Did her parents really die or? Or did she turn off the bomb? Because remember in the movie she was saying like she was trapped for days. Uh, you know, looking at this bomb by Stark. But yeah. in the show, it shows that like her powers was like beginning. So did she, like, did her parents really die? Um, I'm assuming they did, but what happened to like the actual Stark bomb that she was by like, like did she dismantle it? You know what I'm saying? More for hex powers or whatever? Yeah, um, the little bit that I read, I think they were saying she somehow used her magic just to suppress the explosive, like within mm. the bomb. Okay, I missed that part. Like she gotcha. was kind of just delaying the timer. All right, gotcha, gotcha. I think yeah. her parents did die, though. Um, they did because like, okay. they, they felt because yeah. there was like more than one bomb that hit, and so they fell into a hole oh. that opened up in the middle of the floor in the gotcha. apartment building. Okay, okay. And I like too that they're moving her powers. Um, away from the infinity stones because now 
it's making more sense to bring the mutants in since that's what she was like in the comics mm-hmm. like she's magneto's daughter so mm-hmm. are we setting it up for like more mutants to start popping up like kids who had abilities as children wow. so like are we bringing in the x-men now right. um it's kind of like they're pushing the door open for that yeah i think what yeah, I think I think for the past two podcasts, like that's been my biggest my biggest theory is that she's somehow going to do a hex over the entire world at some point. But that's just me, and that's going to allow for more for more characters to enter in the yeah. uh, MCU. So that could I don't be know if she's that powerful to like affect DNA that much. Is she? Hmm. I don't know how strong she you know is what? in the comics. Yo, listen though. <laughs> Yeah, because you know what it is? It's like, if you, you know read any comic books for any length of time, heroes' powers wax and wane, depending on who's writing them. Like, all the time they do it. But I think the show did a really, a really dope thing on the last episode. And what they did was they said, okay, so she had these abilities before, but then when she was getting experimented on, like, it, it took her powers to, like, a whole new level. So that's probably why, or how they're explaining Remember um, on the last Avengers movie, I mean, she almost beat Thanos by herself. You know what I'm saying? Like he had to call down, you know, missiles from on high to to get out of it. (laughs) She was about to take him out. So, yeah. And um, I think it's dope that, like, I I guess in the uh, in the scene where she was locked up and looking at the uh, the mind gym, like she saw the vision of the Scarlet Witch. And then come to find out that particular figure has a bigger overall story in the in the world of witches and magic, whatever. So I wonder how they're going to explain this this chaos magic and how powerful it is, and why uh, uh, Agatha or or my bad Agnes wants to you know grab this magic for herself because. It was dope seeing how throughout the entire episode she was trying to figure out like like yo how did you do all of this like show me like i'm a witch i want to be that powerful show me how you do it and in each scene now we know why she's been doing these sitcoms now we know why (laughs) she's been grieving and and i don't know about y'all but when the last scene where uh she she went into westview and she saw the plot that that uh that vision bot to build her home and it was there and and it was empty like low-key you know i almost almost shed one little one little tear it was hanging it was hanging right i'm like nope nope don't did do you, it you know what I'm did your did your did your man list make you recall the tear back he up? did yeah <laughs> yeah he was like like you like the tear just goes back up like, yeah yeah shit. so Hold on, though. Listen, you know what? I th- Oh, that's the other point I wanted to make. Um, So even though I think the, the general or whoever to do for sword is... Bad guy A. Say it right. Bad, bad guy, guy A. a. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he hasn't really... He ha- Okay, so he hasn't done anything so far that would lead you to believe he's a bad guy other than antagonize the main character. And he but lied. I'm talking about... He lied. What, hold on, what are you lying about? What are you lying about? I remember... He told um he told Monica that like yo, here is a video of of Scarlet Witch breaking in and taking away Vision body parts, which was a lie. He's a liar. Ah, He's a yeah, liar. okay. So the, yeah, that's, that's, is the villain. Yeah, just to like fit his own narrative. Kinda is a villain though. Like she got all these people hostage. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? It's, okay, so look, let me. This, this is my thing. So this is what really, on top of all the other clues that they kind of point to him being a bad guy, I think he's gonna end up being like the main villain of it. Because if you remember, like you said, he lied. Number one, I forgot about that. Then number two, he kind of let it slip that you she has the power to bring back a fallen loved one. She didn't even know she could do that. I missed that. Yeah. But he was like, "Yo, you got, you know, you got this power." to bring back a loved one or something. And then he was like, oh, I mean, you know, like he tried to kind of clean it up, but the mm-hmm. damage had already been done. So then from there, she goes to the, leaves, goes to the plot, and then that's when she freaks out and loses it. So that, so, was, that was his- I angle. actually just had a crazy idea when you said okay. she could bring people back. Okay. So we don't really, do we see the parents die, like fall or anything? I mean, we saw the blast in her in, yeah. But you know, okay. TV, on TV, if you don't see a dead body, man, you, you just so, assume they did. They could always, you know, <laughs> bring them back. I'm wondering about these two kids that she got out of some out of nowhere. Mm. Oh, I mean, it's two boys. Two boys. Oh, okay. I was thinking that the kids could be like her, like parents regressed or something, because she don't really know what mm. she can do. Okay. Okay. And since Vision's not really there, I don't think the kids are really there. Right. Oh well, you know that already because like the way they grow is insane. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. they turn ten in one. They go from birth <laughs> to ten in one episode. Yep. Oh wow. <laughs> yep. But my thing is, how these, how heartbroken is is she going to be when I guess she comes to terms that these children aren't really real, or do you think somehow, some way, she's going to manifest them to be real outside of Westview? If she can, she probably could or would, I guess. I don't know. I feel like at the end, she is going to just kind of snap back to reality and just put everything the way it was and just like let go and move on. Like, I I feel like all these, like really all the series that are coming out to Disney Plus for the Marvel characters Mm -hmm. is kind of just a final goodbye to like the side characters. Like, if you really think about, like, who's getting TV shows, like right. Falcon and Winter Soldier, we kind of need to see them attempt to move on after Cap. Scarlet, um, which envision, like, what does she do mm-hmm. when, um, like, she's really just on her own. Like, yeah, she has Hawkeye to talk to, but he still has his own family. So right. I think okay. these are all just, like, final farewells for the side characters who didn't get it in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And then preparing their new growth for um, the next phase of movies. I like that idea. I like that. My, cool. my only thing is Loki. Like, where does he fit in with his <laughs> series and all of this? You know, because... I'm pretty sure that's just for shits and giggles. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just because <Okay>. they can. <laughs> like, you know what? This version of Loki needs a show. Like, people will watch. We'll do I it. have so many questions <laughs> about his trailer. Like, yeah. I really need to know what is going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even see the trailer, man. Oh, like, what happened? In, what happened in the trailer? How did, Nothing like, makes sense. Is that? We don't know. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> I mean, clearly he's he's somewhere in time and between time, between dimensions, and I feel like it's like just some agency outside of time that kind of monitors like the flow of history. Mm. Like okay. DC's Legends of Tomorrow, but for Marvel. I'll say, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. You watched the show? What you what you think about it? I watched it up until probably like season four. 
Yeah, me too. I enjoyed it. Bebo oh. is adorable. And <laughs> <laughs> the giant Bebo was my favorite. <laughs> I think Legends Yo, was probably yeah. the only DC show I left on good terms with. Okay. Mm, okay. 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 I feel you on that. I those think CW stopped. shows, they, they hit and miss, man. You know, because if you <laughs> say, like, those the CW shows, the CW DC shows, you yeah. know, you can tell, like, the budget isn't there. So I'm like, I'm somewhere in between. Are they just doing the best that they can with like a $20 budget? <laughs> or, or are they just not that good? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think it's it's funny because I was thinking about this last night with um watching WandaVision, and I'm just like, yo, this is so much better than anything you would see in CW. <laughs> but then I start thinking about number one, what companies are we talking about? Because yeah. Marvel consistently has hit it out the park. But right. they're just looking at it, too. I mean, you know, they got a bigger budget than any. Yeah, anything. of course. You know? like, this is like movie quality. Like, they could have really right. just turned all of this into a movie. But... Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the budgets. <laughs> budgets, <laughs> the man. Budgets. Because, like, like, I'm thinking about, like, the fight scenes I've seen on the CW shows, and you can just see the CGI. Yeah. <laughs> It's it, like watching a cartoon, like it really is. And you notice okay. all of the five scenes are at night, and it's very choppy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's it's a way for them to like hide how how like terrible it is in in parts. And it's like yeah. every frame, it's like a different movie. It ain't like all in one motion. I oh, think yeah. that's like DC's big problem. Like a lot of fight scenes happen at night. Like the last two Wonder Womans, the big fights happen at night. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's dope because um, well, well, kind of they kind of go bad to one one and Loki, but it's 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 cool because Loki is coming out on June eleven, and I think right before that, it's going to be um Falcon. And Winter Soldier. So, mm-hmm. as as you were saying, this could be like a a farewell to the old guard of the Avengers to make way for the new guard. You know, so hopefully we'll see what what turns out this year. But I'm not gonna lie, like Disney is killing it. Like if yeah. if mm-hmm. you don't have it for nothing else besides maybe the Mandalorian and some classics, these Marvel Marvel shows so far is on point. So I got to give kudos to on uh, Disney for doing this right here. Oh yeah, no, I'm really excited for all the shows. Like the trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier just has me hyped for it. <laughs> it looks fun. Yeah. yeah. It looks fun. But um, but yeah, so you know, uh hopefully, you know, Disney will, will keep on rocking. We got the new uh the next episode next next Friday. I think that might be an hour long or right around the 45 minutes. But mm-hmm. now we gotta speak speak about one of the best shows that have came out uh in the past few years here. Snowfall. Has anybody seen episode one or on two yet? TV. Fight mm-hmm. me. I haven't watched it. Fight me. <laughs> okay. Fight, no, this is your fight chance to sell me on it, though. Right, okay. Like, no. see it on Hulu okay. Just because gotcha. you haven't seen it, I'm fighting you because you haven't seen it. It's, it's that good. Like, it's, it's really that good. I mean, it's well written. It's well acted. It's, it's just... It blows everything else out of the water on so many <laughs> levels. It's ridiculous. Like, it's not the only, uh, like, drug show, you know what I'm saying, if you want to call it that, of all time. It, it's, there's been plenty of them. But I remember watching Snowfall last year. Like, I was a big fan of Power, too. Power was oh, good. Yeah. Power was more of, like, a soap opera, you know what I'm saying? 
It's a yeah. soap opera where people get killed, you know, right. and, 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 and inject drugs into it. That's really all power was. And it was entertaining. But mm-hmm. when I say Snowfall blows it out the water, like it's it's not even close, man. The guy, the, the main character, Frank, is played by, um, what's his name? Damson, Damson Idris, the British brother. Like, I mean, his performances are Bardo. always dope. So mm-hmm. on this season, just starting off, and I want to I want to pose this question to y'all too, because basically what happened, Frank's character, he's the the head of a like a neighborhood drug ring, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so he's he's Mister Everything, but he's only like 22, 23. It's a young guy, and he's on top of everything. All right, so just to fast forward, and I'm skipping a lot, but he gets shot on the last episode of the season prior to this, one, right? So now he's back, but he's been down for like three or four months. And he comes back and he sees that his neighborhood is overrun with different rival gangs now having a drug war. So his whole thing is he wants to kind of bring peace because he's like, okay, y'all fighting over the territory and everything. But if we all just kind of get along, Rodney King, then, you know, (laughs) we can all make money. We can keep the cops out and everything is will be great. You know that's not going to happen because that wouldn't be entertaining. But it made me think of something. And again, I want to pose this question to y'all. He was like the reason or the main reason that the gangs are at war is because there's no regulation. So he wants to come in and be somebody that's going to regulate everything so there'd be peace. And it got me to thinking, like, he's having this conversation with his uh, the guy he's working with who's in the CIA, who's actually giving him the drugs to push into the community. You remember the whole Iran-Contra? Wars, yeah. Yeah, 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 that whole thing. So it's like, and it got me to thinking, if there was regulation on, say, hard drugs, the same way there's regulation on alcohol and weed in the states, you would take a lot of violence out of the equation. Now, disclaimer, we, the geeky boys at Geek Salad, do not endorse pushing drugs into your community. That's not what we're about. Right. However, it would be a lot more peaceful if it was regulated and it would be a lot less violence, certainly a lot less people who look like us being locked up in prison. So is it the drugs itself that make it so um, violent in the drug game? Or is it the fact that there's no regulation on selling these products that makes it so violent. Like, what are y'all? What are y'all thoughts? Ooh, um, I'm gonna go ahead and put my finger on the regulation side of that, um, because without regulation, uh, greed can run a bit more wild, mm-hmm. and you know, money talks. So everybody's you no know, typically more violent when there's you know more money involved, and there's competitors, and there's no like set rule for anything. Okay. So I think that leads to more uh, conflict between in the show specifically. Mm. It's a hard one because something like back, you know, crack back then and not not to get too deep. Like I know some of us may have like family members on, on crack on on one point in our lives. Right. And what it does to to families. is heartbreaking. I don't think regulating a drug like that would 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 cease the violence because still you know money talks and 
And whenever something like that becomes so addictive and how it affects the brain, I don't think by saying like, like, yo, buy it from only in this location at your nearest CVS and you won't get arrested. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't think, yeah. I don't think it would, something hard as, as that can't be regulated because it's still going to have negative effects on the body. I think that's the only reason why it's, it's so uh, criminally like, like, like wrong to push it, to use it, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Because of, of just the negative effects on the brain and then what, what leads that person to obtain so more, which, out, you know, which still, if you could buy it from Walmart, people are going to try to steal it from Walmart and they ain't got the money to buy it. So that's how I see it. That's true. That's true. Like I actually read somewhere that and this is part of the reason too. It's, it's twofold. The reason, like we're kind of getting off it, but like this is just, this is just <laughs> the reason cocaine, or one of the reasons cocaine hit the black community so hard. Not cocaine, but um, but crack. Number one, it was so cheap to make. So if you got a little bit of cocaine, you can make so you can like say for example buy like a hundred dollars of cocaine. John don't know how much cocaine. I've never done it myself, but you could take that and then you could, you know, you cook it up, and then you could have the crack rock, and then you know sell that crack rock for like five hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? That with you know you have to break it up. Like, ain't, ain't no dude getting like five dollars worth of crack or whatever. But you know, you know what I'm saying. You follow what I'm saying. So number one, it, the access to it. But then number two, the reason why it hurt us so bad is because. It's something like a hundred times more addictive than cocaine is. Than how addictive it is. That's what really, really hurt our community. So it's like on top of, and to bring it back to Snowfall, on top of the fact that it's an entertaining show, it's also a show that just gets you thinking about little things like this. Like I, I wrote that little note down about how, um, you know, regulation versus it's the substance itself really that dangerous, whatever. That was like in the first 30 seconds of the show. And there's so many moments like that in the show that just have you thinking, you know what I'm saying? Do you have any um, thoughts on the air? Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably like a mix of what um, Red Hood and Garrett said, like it's regulation, but then it's also what's in these drugs themselves. Mm -hmm. um, by regulating it, yeah, that would help, but it's not taking out the potency. It's not taking out the addictiveness. It's um, like he said, like not taking out like the ease to steal it out of a store. So people are gonna like find ways to take it in excess and there's yep. like, they would still get hooked and it would still be on the streets illegally somehow. So um, yeah, it's regulation, but if there is a way to like make just one strain of like each one that's safe and doesn't make people overdose, then mm. go nuts. But <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I mean, and then, well, I would say this for y'all that, that haven't seen it yet. The, the show doesn't necessarily glorify, you know, drug selling, drug use. The storyline is entertaining, but also it shows the pitfalls of all of this too. So it's not just up, 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 up. I'm a big bad drug dealer, but it shows how you can get arrested. You can go to jail. People die around you. Family will turn against you. You know, you're, you know, people you think that are so innocent and pure, once they get a hold of this particular substance, 
it will break them down to a point where they're like a shadow of themselves again. Well, a shell of themselves, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's overall a great show, great series. Chris was the one that got me into it as well. So I got to thank him for that. But yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, but I'm telling you, like, yeah, yeah, I got to see it. Yeah, I got to see I'm gonna it. I'm going to check it out. Something I did, else to add to the list. <laughs> I did watch like Summer Power. I never like watched it like religiously. Okay. But I did see like the uh, finale that led to the spinoff they got now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen every episode of Power and I've seen like all of Tariq's show too, um, Ghost. Uh-huh. So love it. Oh, you go, oh man, you listen. listen. <laughs> Just after you start watching Snowfall, right? I just want you to like just comment under Geek Salad post. Be like, hey, Chris, you was right. Thank you, <laughs> yep. Thank you so much, you know, for the, the suggestion you gave me when you had the Golden Gate Bridge background. You remember that time? It took me like six months. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look back at this episode and I'm going to remember. You're welcome. Um, okay. Gee, did you get to see both episodes? Or did you just see um, one? I'm currently like in the middle of the second episode, but man, it is it's getting serious, man. I only got to see serious. the first one because mm. what happened? Um, I just been really busy this week. So I think it, it premiered what Thursday? It premiered? Was it uh, yep, sure did. Yep. Okay, so it came out Thursday. I was I, I intended to watch it Thursday, but you know, life happens. So I was like, all right. Initially, I thought the podcast was gonna be at one. Side note, where are y'all at? <laughs> Like what state are you? Um, Michigan. Michigan. What what time is that? Yeah. That's Eastern, right? Yeah. yeah. Eastern. Okay, yeah. So I thought the pod was at one o'clock, right? So that's why that's why I issued that message earlier, Aaron. I was like, uh, yeah. yeah, like you're ready to go. I was thinking it's at one. Then I remember we agreed on three. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, perfect. I got time to go watch the episode real quick. And as soon as, <laughs> as soon as it was over, I was like, word, this is about to be a dope second episode. This will come out Thursday. And then, you know, Hulu just plays everything right one after the other. Yep. And a yeah. new episode, another episode was coming on. I was like, shh, I ain't going to be able to see it, man. <laughs> probably, look, as soon as the pod is over, I'm probably going to watch the intro, man. It's a mm-hmm. really good show. Really good show. Oh, real quick, y'all. I'm going to take a pause because we're, uh, we're down to like maybe five minutes. And I'm okay. going to send y'all a new link to uh, get started again. Part two. Okay. All right, all right. All right. All right. I'm trying to. Uh, all right. Let me end this. Hey, man. <laughs>